this episode is brought to you by Anchor. If you haven't heard of Anchor, it is the easiest way to make a podcast. Like anybody can do it. It has everything you need in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allows you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When you host on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today or go to anchor.fm to get started with your own podcast. I'm excited to listen to yours. Now here is mine. Hey friends, welcome back to Let's Chat with JVAX. This podcast will encompass fitness, mindset, and lifestyle. In these episodes, I spit some mad fire from my mouth to your ears on my thoughts, experiences, and tips that I have developed along the way. Life is about experiencing it and sharing it reflecting and growing. I had some humor. And if you're on my podcast right now, you need to go to my YouTube and watch this intro because I thought it was so funny. (laughs) I cheer up half the time and I'm just grateful to have you here with me on this journey. So on that note, let's chat about dating. And I'm super excited to talk about this. So again, thank you, Dom, for suggesting this or asking for it. Here it is. Uh, Let's dive in. Dating is hard. Yeah. (laughs) We all have our own personal dating stories, our own dating nightmares, dating failures. And dating looks different for everyone. You may be a serial dater. And when you're done with one, you're on to another. Or you may be a good buyer where you have a single date and then you're like, boy, bye, or girl, bye, whatever you wanna do. You may be a romanticizer where you're focusing on how you met and then you latch on to that when things are not working out. Or you may be something totally different. You may like long-distance relationships, close-knit relationships. You may want to spend your entire day-to-day with them. Or you need your own space. I am talking about dating on this podcast. But let me be clear. I do not have it out, figured out. I have zero answers that are correct. And I feel like you guys knew that. I mean, who really has it all figured out? I just have my experiences and how they've shaped me. I have worked with dating in my own way. I have tried. I have stopped trying. I have started dating. I've stopped dating. I've been sad. I felt empowered. I have felt like this is the best thing for me. And I have been confused on if this is the right move. 
Y'all, you always hear so many cars. I choose to be by this window for lighting for YouTube, but like it's just in the background. Vroom, vroom. Maybe a hottie will pick me up. All right, that was a that was an add-in. Dating, especially in your 20s, is weird. And dating off apps or in the real world, from mutual friends to making friends of their friends to maybe having to lose their friends, regardless of where you started and where you stand, and then having to re-navigate life all over again. Dating is a whole nother beast. And you know I love to bring up your mindset into most of these podcasts. And it's for good reason. If you are constantly working with your mindset of who you want, what you value and what they value, how you view yourself outside of the relationship, and how you view the relationship as a whole, then that shapes who you are as a dater. And my experience in dating has been as follows. Toxic high school boyfriend. Toxic dating after meeting someone from mutual friends. I didn't date freshman or sophomore year of college. I call that my mingle phase. I dated my college boyfriend for almost five years. I long distance dated two people in 2020. I went on two hinge dates that didn't work out in 2020. I dated someone in 2021 for about six months. I started dating again after it didn't work out. And I stopped dating and deleted the apps because what the hell do I want? And no, again, I don't have it all figured out. And you know, I say this all the time. I write my podcast episodes and I literally wrote LMAO. Like, no. I don't have it figured out. And like, I feel like I'm about to like cry or like tears feel like they're welling up in my eyes, but like not for any bad reason. And I say that because a lot of times when I say that I cried or I'm about to cry, people are like, oh my God, no, don't, don't cry. It's like, no, it's like one, let me cry if I want to cry. But like two, it's not bad. I just don't have it figured out and it's funny and it is what it is. And like, maybe you're not supposed to have it all figured out in your twenties and that's where I'm at in my dating life. And that's okay. (laughs) I'm excited because there's something great out there. (laughs) Dating is hard. Breakups are hard. Everything is pretty difficult. And this is not a breakup podcast, but if you are trying to have me make one, you got to get in those DMs and ask for it. Dating, get in those DMs and ask for it. I'm just kidding. Please do not DM me and ask me for a date. So I'm going to touch on my most recent of dating. And as you heard from my Life Comes in Phases podcast, I was dating someone and it didn't work out. 
And it sucks for sure. There have been spirals of, was it my fault? Was it his? Was it a combo? Was it even the right fit? What did this teach me? How can I grow from this? In the good old, now what? I thought I was ready to get back into the dating scene. Stat. It just felt right. But then I realized something I've never realized before. That I was emotionally unavailable. (laughs) And I found myself trying to tell my friends this and accidentally saying I was emotionally unstable. (laughs) And I mean, you know, June was a shit show. So not wrong, but emotionally unavailable. I found that I needed to take the time to get me back, to choose me per the last few podcasts, and to realign what I value in myself and what I value in a partner, and to realign where I am and who I am and how to show up for myself, for a partner, and to set boundaries that failed me in the past. If you are out there fresh out of a relationship, here is the PSA for this episode. Take your time to heal. Don't push it. Don't try and speed it up. And don't fix on it. Take your time, please, my lovely people. I have been doing a lot of searching on this. And when we look back on our relationships, it can be difficult for us. We want to change the past. We want to reach out. We want to try again. Or wish that we never tried at all. So from me to you, let whatever has happened just be. I feel like that went from like high energy to like, okay, we're here, we're really sitting back. Let whatever has happened in your dating life, whatever you're struggling with in the dating world, Let it just be. But let's talk about some dates. Or dating as a whole. Getting ready for a date. Choosing the right date. What you do. And I'm going to take this moment to drink this blueberry chamomile tea that I ran to get. And my YouTubers have watched me. They counted to 10 and I made it back really fast. I was really going, actually. All right. Raise your hand. If you get hella freaking nervous for your first date, 
like so nervous. It's like, okay, what do I start the conversation with? Will they think I'm interesting? How do I be myself? Wait, what is my favorite color? A pro tip. Like the biggest pro tip I can ever give you before a first date. Are you ready for it? (laughs) Call your best friend. Call him. Literally throw up, metaphorically, all of your nerves that you have. (laughs) Get your weird little (laughs) out of you. (laughs) Get funky. Tell yourself and your friend how cute you look. Let's do a fit check. Hey. <laughs> and literally <laughs> FaceTime them until your date or yourself arrives to the date. You bring the momentum in with you. I call this the bestie maneuver. <laughs> you are yourself with your bestie. And this is who you should be on your first date. Get the energy up, people. You are about to be on a freaking date. And that's fucking cool. <laughs> but then you may ask, okay, but like, how do I choose the right dates? Like, right? Especially if it's an app and you have fish picks and Brad, who is competitive about everything. But you never know. Give it a go. And if you listen to my dating apps, I'm a big, hey, let's get a drink kind of gal. Like, I do not want to text you. And also, I am plugging a lot of my past episodes. So if you're new here or need a refresher, dating apps, choosing you, life comes in phases, anything with mindset, give them another go. But what if it's going well or not well? Well, first off, allow yourself a time on these dates, a limit, limit your time because your time is precious. If you have a coffee date, have a friend date two to three hours after that you can go to. Or if your coffee date's going well, Say, sorry, friend, I got to see if Kyle's a good kisser. (laughs) Also, I made that name up. I don't know a Kyle. So what up, Kyle, if you're out there? And if it's going well, tell them. And if it's not, tell them. (laughs) Do what you got to do on your own terms, but don't ghost them. People vibe and people don't. And that's okay. And then we go for the are you vibing question. That was a good segue. Sometimes you have instant chemistry. And other times you don't. And honestly, I find it hard 
to have instant chemistry with someone. It always takes me a few dates to go, eh, or, ooh, yeah. <laughs> but after the second, or most definitely the third, I know what I'm feeling. And if it ain't you, it ain't you. Don't stick around if you're not feeling people. Allow yourself to distance yourself because you got to do what's best for you. And lastly, try and try again. Take your breaks when you need it. Date a few people. And don't date like six people. Like one a day with a break does not sound like fun. Nor can you really give your attention to someone like that. But dating should be fun. You are able to find out cool things about people. You get to learn something new. You get to engage in conversations that are exciting or boring. Like Charles, who is monotone, who can only talk about finance, may not be for you. And truly be open to new experiences. And acknowledge that. No time is time wasted. Every dating experience allows you to find out something new about yourself. The things you value and the things you like. The things you don't like and you don't want to have within your realm. In my experience with dating, there's been highs, there's been lows. There's been, I really like this guy too. I really don't care about this person. Not like he's a bad person, but it's just, you know. People you vibe with, people you don't. People you want to talk about with your friends and others you don't care to. And I define a lot of things about myself and about what I want from my dating past. And as I am the queen of sharing, I will share a few. Communicate for what you want and how you feel. Just say it. I feel this way. I want this. What are they gonna say, no? Then okay. You don't owe it to them, especially off the bat. Remember to keep yourself first. Respect yourself and your boundaries. And this is a big one. It can be so challenging to respect yourself and your own boundaries when you start to like someone or you're just digging around. Before you go on any of these dates, define your boundaries for yourself. And that could be you saying no. And the attachment style you have, your dating attachment style. I am a secure attachment style until someone breaks my trust. 
and then I am a very anxious mother trucker of attachment, which turns me into someone I don't like. And that was a really big reflection for me. So thank you for sharing that with me. Choose yourself, please. If you are not ready, please, for the love of yourself, do not start dating someone. Choose yourself first. Stop overthinking. And this one is a big one for me. I'm the queen of overthinking, especially when it ties into an anxious attachment. Share your passions and be inspired by them. Something that is so important for me is to be inspired by someone else. I need someone to be passionate about something because that inspires the shit out of me. And it's not just in a romantic relationship, it's in any relationship. I came onto this YouTube and onto this podcast high fucking energy because I just jumped off of a call with two people from Instagram that I met and we were brainstorming and doing so many amazing things, doing giveaways together, talking about other stuff. And I could feel their passion through the fucking phone. And that inspired me. So find what inspires you outside of the dating world and how you can bring it into the world of dating. I truly hope that you take your own experiences of dating and write down what you want in a partner. Write down who you are as a partner. Define what makes you happy and what the relationship you seek will provide you with. Date around. Know that there are 7 billion people on this earth. And if Andrew from Seattle does you wrong, or Trey, the bioengineer, doesn't make you laugh, or Seth doesn't text you the way you need him to, then there is someone out there that is going to make you happy. But I will tie this all back to, do you make yourself happy? Because that shit's important. All right, a lot of eye contact with the camera. I hope you guys reflect on your dating experiences after this episode, whether or not this hit you in ways that resonated or it just got you thinking about dating. Dating's fun. Dating allows you to do your own thing, meet new people, do so many great, fun, adventurous stuff. And I always encourage it. <laughs> and I encourage you to choose yourself every single day and know that you should not be bending over backwards for anyone in this dating world. Do things for yourself. Find happiness. Now, let's take some questions from the audience, shall we? 
I have been asking Instagram every week when I come up with an episode, I'm going to be talking about this and what questions do you have that I can answer. So thank you as always to everyone who submits those questions in that question box or outside of the question box because it may be too long. Here we go. Natalie, her question was, do you use dating apps? Great question, Natalie. Thank you for asking. I have used dating apps and I don't knock dating apps. I dated someone and found them on a dating app and it was great. And as relationships do, they end. And whether that's a dating app or not, but I found myself on the dating apps again shortly after and it just didn't sit right with me. So I just deleted it. And dating apps as and I only used Hinge. I wasn't on anything else and I just simply deleted it. And it felt empowering. And then I went on a date with someone that I met organically and that was weird. But depending on the state of the world, whatever happens in the next few months, I probably will get the dating app back, but I also will really look for authentic and organic meeting to date them because it just hits different that first date. All right, our next question. I feel like I'm on like a TV show or something. I don't know. Our next question is from Whitney. How long should you wait before making it a relationship? This is a question that doesn't have one single answer. I think it just really depends on where you both are at in life and where your emotions are. There is that dating phase that we like to call the internship phase where, you know, they're dating you, you're dating them in this quote unquote dating world. You're saying you're dating, but when do you officially call it a relationship? When do you put your foot down and say, hey, yo, bro, we got a date. Like, I don't know what we're doing here, but I think that's a conversation that you have and you're just very open with it, but don't push anything. Just simply, if you are feeling that you want to take it the next step and make it an actual relationship, have that conversation. Say, hey, yo, bro, you know, I'm really feeling you. What is your thoughts on, you know, defining the relationship and actually being in a relationship with me? And they may come back and be thrilled as hell, or they may be a little scared. They may have a past that they need to work on. It is a conversation that you need to have. And once you speak with them and you align where you are in your relationship, then you can officially call each other boyfriend, girlfriend. But please know that you should get to know this person before diving into a relationship. A week of knowing someone, that doesn't count in my mind. At least give them a month or two to really understand who they are as a person, their values, and if they align with you. Our next question is from Jenna. And Jenna, thanks so much for providing so much context on this question. And I'm going to kind of read a little bit, but ask the question here. And I want you to know that this really resonated with me, and I'm sure it resonated with other people. Jenna said, I notice that dating brings out parts of me that still need work. It's easier for me to feel at peace with myself when I have no dating life. 
And this is to do with my attachment style, which is anxious and something that I resonate with too. Basically, I am quick to think something is wrong. And my first thought is that it's something I did or wrong with us, rather just knowing that they could have just had a bad day at work. I'm curious what your take is on this. I think it's so important that you were able to call out your attachment style. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with attachment styles, there are three. There is anxious attachment style, secure attachment style, and avoidant attachment style. And there is an at a book called Attachment that I recommend everyone read that kind of dives deep into why we have these attachment styles. For me, I am a secure attachment style when I first meet someone. And that stays the, the same way I stay secure if my trust is kept, if my trust is valued that I put into this partner. However, if my trust is ever broken, I quickly spiral into this anxious attachment style. And it is so hard to think, okay, my partner is acting upset or acting distant. Is it me? Is it my fault? And in my experience, because I have done that to probably all of my partners, so what up partners if you're listening here, that I find that I project a lot. And with me having an anxious attachment style, once trust is broken, anyone with an attachment style that may be anxious, it can be that we are just projecting that we don't feel secure in our relationship with them because we want them to constantly validate us and we want them to constantly reassure. And that can lead to our attachment style of being anxious. So think about this. Life is a mirror. However you feel on the inside, you project outwardly. Something to really work with that I've been working on myself is how to feel for sure about myself, to reassure myself, to validate myself. So when I'm around this person, a person, friends even, that I am putting out their security, that I know I'm secure. And watch a TikTok the other day. And it basically was talking about the attachment styles and how to communicate with your partner when you do have these anxious attachments. And basically saying, hey, you know, I feel a little off about the two of us. Is everything okay? Are you, do you want to talk about anything? Or I'm feeling a little iffy. I just need a little bit more of reassurance right now. And they may say, yeah, I'm just having a bad day. And that could be a reassurance. That's why you're there to talk to them and open up the conversation to allow them the space for your peace of mind and to give them the space when they do tell you that they're having a bad day. And maybe that means they really just need the space from you or maybe they just want to sit in silence. And that's hard for a lot of us to acknowledge and I'm aware of that. But it's something that we work on constantly and the fact that you are able, Jenna, to call out what your attachment style is, is so big. And it's a huge step in the right direction. And I think dating is hard and it does allow for so much growth. And when one door closes, your doors open. So many of them do, not just one, but multiple doors. And you can navigate which door you want to choose out of that. And I think that's absolutely beautiful.
two more questions. I'm going to bulk them together. First from Blake, where would you like to go? And the other one was from Andy. Would you? Well, Andy, would I what? Thank you. Blake, um, where would I like to go? Okay, so my ideal date, I actually planned my ideal date the other day. Um, so I'll tell you. Um, I took someone to a brewery, and then we had a few beers there, some hazy IPAs, and I put up a sticker of JBEX Fit, of course. And then we were walking to another bar, and we saw this like speakeasy-looking bar. So I, we were like, let's go in. So we went in, hung out there for a drink, put a sticker on the fireplace, and then we walked to a jazz club. And that was the coolest day that I have ever planned. So yes, that's where I would like to go. Um, always jazz, always a vibe, always a beer. I don't really like dinner dates, so never a good first dater for me. <laughs> well, thank you, my friends, for asking your questions, for listening to this episode on dating. I hope that you got something out of it or you're, you'll send it to a friend who will get something out of it. Who knows? Anyways, watch me on YouTube. If you want to see my face, talk this through. My cat's talking in the background right now. Calvin, I know, buddy. You want to date someone too. Uh, you can't. If you like this episode, subscribe to Spotify or Apple. Give me a like, a five-star rating, of course. And most importantly, message me on Instagram. I will say it every single time until one of y'all do it. And when I say one of y'all, I mean all of y'all. And if you're feeling bad, you can donate to this podcast and make it last forever. <laughs> on that note, I'm a peace out. You guys all rock. Much love. XOXO. Peace. Love. <laughs>